Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. And if now you're on the, the Lord's side and you're born of God, and we think that, oh, God doesn't love me because I've, I slipped into this, I, I've done this and I've done that. No, remember, God's love for you is not contingent upon your actions. In other words, you don't have to live a quote-unquote perfect life to receive God's love. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome once again to another Thursday night right here at Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center. We're going to have a great time tonight, and I'm excited that you decided to, to join me once again. Well, as you know, we've been in a series entitled Overcoming Our Fears, and this, I believe, is part number 17, and we're still growing strong. Well, let's go ahead and say a short word of prayer and then get right in it tonight. Heavenly Father, we thank you in Jesus' name for this time that you've given us to gather once again around your rich word. Lord, we pray tonight that you would speak to us expressly by your spirit, uh, that there would be no hindrance or distraction, but we will be able to hear your spirit plainly even now in this hour. Lord, we thank you for deliverance. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, everybody, let's go right into our confessions. And it starts like this, or well, rather it goes like this. God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. I have been washed by the blood of Jesus. The greater one lives in me, and I am yielded to his spirit. Therefore, I shall always overcome, be triumphant, and excel in all matters of the kingdom. Today, I declare I am fearless, bold, and safely secured in the Father's love for me. Glory to the Lamb of God. All right, everybody. Uh, remember, we've been talking about really eight things that we need to keep our focus on. We need to see ourselves the way the Father sees us. And let me just go over these eight, uh, eight points, all right? Once again, we need to see yourself as forgiven. This is the way the Father sees you. You need to see yourself as complete, as blameless, as loved and accepted and uh, valued. We'll see some of that tonight. Love, accepted, and number five, valued. And six, never condemned. Seven, safe. Eight, an entirely new person. Glory to God. All right, let's get right into tonight um, being loved and accepted. You are loved and accepted in the presence of God. Now, the Bible declares here in 1 John, the fourth chapter, verse 13 through 21, I really want to start here tonight as we're talking about being loved and accepted in the presence of God. So it reads like this, hereby we know that we dwell in him and he in us because, as, because he hath given us of his spirit, verse 14 and we have seen and do testify that the Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwelleth in him, and he in God. Verse 16, and we, and we have known, known and believed the love that God hath to us. That's very powerful. We've known it, 
And we believed it. Oh, my God, when the day when that happens, when you know the love of God and you believe that he loves you. All right, let's go on. And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love. And he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God and God in him. Hereby, rather, verse 17, herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so are we in this world. So powerful. Wish we could go there tonight. Look at verse 18. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. It chases it away. Perfect love casts out fear, chases it away. Perfect meaning mature, complete love. Well, it casts out fear because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. We, we love him because he first loved us. Listen, if a man say, I love God and hated his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he hath seen, how can he love God whom he hath not seen? And this commandment have we from him, that we love that he who loveth God love his brother also. Now that is powerful. Let's go back to verse 18 one more time. It says, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. That, that is, perfected love casts out fear. Well, what is that perfected love? Well, we get a, a good example of it here in Scripture. Uh, number one, you know the love of God. Two, you believe his love. And three, you're walking in his love, not only toward God, but also toward your fellow man, toward your brother, right? That's his commandment, that we love God and we love, uh, love our brethren, love the fellow brethren. Now, look at, look at that again, uh, 21. Look at that again in verse 21. It says, and this commandment have we from him that he who loveth God love his brother also. So that's that completed love. It's not a complete love where you say, well, I love God, and, but I hate you. Or you've uh, heard the scripture where the Lord say, well, what reward have you if, you're, if you salute your brother or say hello to your brother uh, that, you know, the, or the one that you love, but the one that uh, hates you, you disregard them. You know, the Lord said that, hey, even, even the heathens are able to love those that love them. But when you love those that hate you, when you do good to those that hate you, then the love of God is perfected. So it's knowing that God loves you and it's believing in that love. Oh, I can't wait to really talk about that. To believe in his love and allowing his love to flow through us. Now, God's love for you is not contingent upon your actions. That means he doesn't love you anymore when you do good things, and he doesn't love you any less when you do something bad. No, that's the love of the world. Remember, God's love is perfect. He himself is love. He loves you with a perfect love. Now, let me show you a few examples of that, of how his love is not contingent upon your actions. Let's look at this, and I love this one. In Matthew, uh, the third chapter, verse number seven, 
Now, this has a lot of implications. Let's look at this. Matthew, thir- Matthew 3, I apologize. Matthew 3, verse 17. That's what I meant to say. Matthew 3, verse 17. And it says, And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, this is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. All right, this is when the Lord Jesus Christ was about to start his public ministry, but he hadn't started yet. He was there at the river, uh, John, um, at the river with John, about to be baptized. So he's about to go into public ministry. So before he started the public ministry, uh, he already received his father's um, confidence or his father's love. The father already stated his love for him. Before he started casting out a devil, before he healed anyone, before he called disciples, before he did any of that, the father already affirmed him. I love him. This is my beloved. I love him. I'm well pleased with him. Now understand something, because in our culture today, we think we have to perform in order to receive, in order to receive acceptance. We have to perform in order to receive love. We feel like if I do enough, then they'll love me. If I do this well enough, then they'll love me. But at the same time, when we feel like when we have messed up, when we have been less than perfect, we feel as though people no longer value us. We feel devalued based on our performance. But here we see how the father already proclaimed his love for his son before any ministry work was done, before ministry was done. The father proclaims his love. Well, you say, well, you know what? Hey, that's, that's Jesus. And, and I, I can understand that. That's Jesus. But what about me? Glad you said that. Let's go to Romans 5, uh, Romans 5, verse number 8. This is powerful. This talks directly about you and I. Although as we are sons of God in Christ Jesus, the same love and affection that the father has for Christ, he also has for us. And see, that's one of those things how we have to believe the love that God has toward us, how that he is able to look beyond our fault and see us in Christ and love us. Let me show you here. Romans 5, verse number 8. Romans 5, verse 8 says this. But God commendeth his love toward us, or he demonstrated his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Isn't that powerful? While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So grab a hold of that and look at the implications of that. While we were yet sinners, that means while we were still uh, dancing in the club, while we were still um, drinking or what, whatever it is, while we were still doing that, before you came into the knowledge of Christ, before you became godly or holy, before you became a, a saint or a churchgoer, God looked upon you and he loved you. And he valued you so much. We'll get to, into value next week, but he valued you so much, even in your fallen condition, that he proved to you how much he loved you by sending his own son to die upon the cross for you, uh, to die and to to go into lower parts of the earth and to be resurrected the third day. He loved you that much before you started to perform. He loved you before you began to read your Bible, before you began to pray, before you began to give a tithe and, and an offering, before you began to come to church, 
before you began to put things away. He loved you before then. So what does that tell you? If God loves you, loved you before you started doing right, and if now you're on the, the Lord's side and you're born of God, and we think that, oh, God doesn't love me because I've I slipped into this, I, I've done this, and I've done that. No, remember, God's love for you is not contingent upon your actions. In other words, you don't have to live a quote-unquote perfect life to receive God's love. Now, dwelling with the Holy Spirit, he will walk you and lead you into perfection as we follow him, as we follow the leading of the Spirit. He is perfecting us day in and day out. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. But we don't have to, I don't want you to get into the game or the mindset of, of, I have to act a certain way for Father to love me. I have to act a certain way for Father to approve of me. I have to do a certain thing. If I don't do this the way that I think I should, then Father's not going to love me because that's not the case at all. His love for you is unconditional. He loves you even right now. And it is his grace that he sends towards you. This is why his grace is abundant, even in the midst of your sin, because where sin abounds, there the grace of God does more abound. Why does the grace of God abound so it can pick you up from where you are, out of the muck and mire? The grace of God enables you to stand. The grace of God enables you to live that life before the Father, enables you, enables you to stand in light, to walk in light with Christ Jesus. All right, so tonight, again, I wanted you to know that you are loved and accepted in the presence of God. And knowing that, knowing that, being perfected in that love, uh, believing, knowing his love, and see, that's something that you're going to have to walk out in Bible study. Find out those other scriptures that declare that God loves you. And even one of our most favorite ones um, in John 3, 16, you know, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. The world there indicates the ungodly, everybody on the planet. God so loved them and he still loves you. He so loved them and he so loves you that he was willing to pay the ultimate sacrifice to get you back into right relationship and in fellowship with him the blood of jesus was shed for you yes god did it for everyone but understand the father is so big that when he did this he had you on his mind you were the one that he did it for Yes, there's a global people. Yes, there are billions or, and you know, through all generations. Yes, that is true. But when Jesus died upon the cross, the father had you in mind. Isn't that awesome? Hallelujah. You're on his mind. And we have to know and believe the love that God has toward us. Sin cannot separate you from God. Uh, bad habits cannot separate you. Let me say this from the love of God. So again, sin cannot separate you from God's love. Uh, peril and danger cannot separate you from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. Distress cannot separate you from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. The Father loves you, and we have to know and believe in that love. And a part of knowing that 
is knowing that his love for you is not conditional. It is unconditional love towards you. He's always waiting to restore you and to bring you back into, to bring you back into perfect union and in fellowship with him. Tonight, you need to know that you are loved and accepted, and you are loved with a perfect love. God's love does not have strings attached. Remember, he loved you first. Also, the Bible says in 1 John that we love him because he first loved us. Your love to God is in response to his love toward you. You love him because he loved you. Hallelujah. So we have to know and believe the love that the Father has toward us. And as we do that, we'll dwell in that perfect love. And that perfect love, that matured love, that love that flows in us and through us, will cast out all fear. Praise God. Well, I pray that you had a wonderful day wherever you are and whatever you were going through today. Our time is up tonight. And see, it's a little bit short tonight. See, praise God. It's up tonight. But I know that... Uh, that God will richly bless you right where you are. As a matter of fact, let's go ahead and have a word of prayer, and then we're going to close out tonight. Heavenly Father, we thank you so very much in the mighty name of Jesus uh, for this night that you've given us. And Lord, I pray that you would, uh, that your people will encounter and experience your love in a new dimension and in a new way, that they would know how much you love them that their eyes of their understanding would be open, that they would be receptive to hearing your spirit. And Father, I thank you that you demonstrated your love by giving your son Jesus to die upon that cross for us, to die and to be resurrected the third day, and that through his precious blood, we are redeemed, we are righteous, we are cleansed, we are saved, we are brought back into perfect union with you. So Lord, I pray tonight for even for a fresh anointing, of your love to be poured out upon your people. Lord, let them know it and let them experience the great love that you have toward them. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, my friend, don't forget you can contact us on our website at kingdomrock.org. If you're watching us on YouTube, go ahead, if you found value in this video, just go ahead and uh, give us a thumbs up, leave us a comment if you like. If you listen to us by way of podcast, don't forget to share it. And until next time, remember that Jesus loves you. Yes, he does. And so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. I'll see you on the next time. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.